All right. Um, Sadia holds a BSc in psychology, a master's in education and developmental psychology, qualified teacher, diplomas in psych- psychotherapy, advanced CBT, psychoanalysis, inner child healing. Um, she's pretty much qualified enough. Expert in, in people. Yeah. You have our attention, man. And, and and while you can have all of that, you can have just been in a very happy relationship. So I feel I'd also be qualified to dispense it. I prefer to listen to Miss Khan. There's the theories and then there's the practical. And I could give you the practical. But let's go with the theory from Sadia Khan. Um, now the, also want to hear the practical. Now let's go with the expert professional opinion. Thank you. Okay, let's go. <laughs> He's ready. Let's go. Here it is. You've actually done some research looking at what predicts divorce. What did you find? The most long-standing research into uh, marriage and relationships was by the Gottman Institution. And they did the most scientific and objective analysis of relationships. And they studied 10,000 couples in a lab over a couple of days. And they were able to predict with 80% accuracy which couples would stay together and which ones would get divorced within a year. And it was so simple what they were able to find. And it was simple thing as responding to each other's bids for connection. What I mean by this is when we have a partnership where one person comes home and expresses an emotion, the other one picks up on it. That partnership has the base levels to last a really long time. So it could be a simple thing like you come home from work and say, oh, I'm so tired. And your partner says, why? What's wrong? simple connection from that connection they trust each other and then they start to lean into each other but if you come home and you're like i'm so tired and your partner either says nothing or says why are you tired i'm the one that's been with the kids all day or what have you done all day i've been at work all day that turning away from each other's emotional needs is the training ground for divorce and it might not happen today it might not happen tomorrow it might last another 10 15 years but we get emotionally exhausted by having partners who reject our kind of advances for connection and eventually the relationship ends if that's the biggest predictor why has that specific trait changed so much over the last 50 years distractions 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 there are alternatives to everything even if you want a meal you'll have 50 alternatives on uber eats you want to watch something there's 50 alternatives of what to watch there are so many alternatives to every single aspect of life that it makes it almost impossible to invest in one everybody and everything becomes disposable so what's happening is when your partner comes home a bit tired or stressed it may be in the past you'd pick up on it but now you're on your phone or maybe when your partner wanted to watch a series that you didn't care about in the past you may have been like okay it's fine it's i'll just get on with it there's nothing else on now like you watch this i'm going to watch that there's so many alternatives to everybody and every every person is now becoming so disposable that we can no longer have the patience to invest in people's emotional needs and we're becoming so hedonistic that our emotional needs come first. And we're being taught this in society more and more. We're, talked to, we're always talked about put you first, self-esteem, self-assurance, self-actualization. The word self is kind of programmed in our psyche. And the collectivism that we used to have as a society is gone. So we're no longer getting happiness from somebody else's happiness. It's a, it's a selfish pursuit now, unfortunately. What else have you found that is a predictor of a toxic or a negative or a declining relationship 
criticism over praise. One of the things that they find is partners that last are ones that praise a substantial amount compared to criticism. So they scan the environment to kind of praise their partner. They'll look for excuses to praise their partner. Like even if it's as simple as like, um, you make the bed so good. Every time I come home, the house is clean. These tiny things, any opportunity to praise their partner. But what happens in relationships that end is they can't remember the last time they complimented each other. They think, well, you know, I think you're pretty because I'm with you, aren't I? Or you're a guy. Why do you need compliments? Men are craving this. I've noticed a lot in, in my practice, the men that often have affairs, they're not actually seeking sex. They're seeking a woman that compliments them. They say they can't remember the last time a woman told them that he looks great. Whereas for women, we, our partner says it, but also our friends will tell us. Uh, but for men, if their partner doesn't tell them, nobody does. So when they meet somebody who simply tells them they look good, they're intelligent, something to validate them, they immediately become attracted to that because they're starved of it. So praise is something that I think couples forget how important it is. No. Well, there you go. Sure. I just want to say that I got an A for that test. Oh my goodness. Class is in session. You are the top oh, student, Darren. The one, the one thing that I always tell you is that relationships, people are so selfish. Mm. It's You're in a union. Mm. Here. It's not just about you. Yeah. It's about the two. I love what she said. Look for excuses to compliment, to compliment your partner. Because no. we can be so quick to, to, criticize. to criticize. Why did you do that? Why no. didn't you do it that way? Oh, but baby, the way you make the bed or <laughs> whatever. Oh, that darling, fade is hot. Darling, oh my goodness. the way you sweep the floor. Oh, oh, nobody goodness. sweeps the way you do, baby. Darling, the way you do those dishes. Oh, oh man, they sparkle afterwards. Come on. Oh, hey? man. Oh, baby, I love how your, your car is always so clean. So clean. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's me. <laughs> oh, baby, your hair. Did you go to the salon? Oh. This is just me. <laughs> now, you woke up like that. Now, you have to ask yourself, mm. is that so hard? Mm. That is connection. Is that so hard? That care. It's actually not. If you really want to, you will. You will. Mm. And at the heart of it, it's just paying attention. That's what she was talking mm. about. Because we live in a world where there are so many alternatives, mm -hmm. I choose to prioritize you. Just be in the damn relationship, be in man. It. It's not that difficult. It be is present. not rocket science. Mm -hmm.